Hi, Newt42 coming at you. I'm going to talk today about the frontline doctors and how YouTube and some of these Facebook, you know, these social policing networks have taken down the videos of these doctors because supposedly they're pro-Trump because they're supporting hydroxychloroquine and zinc. Okay. Um, it just shows you the ignorance of the left and how they are against Trump and against Americans on uh, trying to get open, you know, trying to get back to work, trying to get back to normal, okay, living so our kids can go back and play sports, go to school, um, etc. Um, I was listening to Dr. Stella Emanuel. She said some really good things. Um, I was kind of impressed. Um, I really like uh, how she said that Americans don't have to die, right? We don't need to die. And that's true, okay? The, what I was told or what I learned from this was uh, all these tests from the World Health Organization and some of these other people uh, is fake science. Um, they were giving two large doses, which were toxic. Okay, and as you know, too much medicine is bad, right? Too much of a good thing is bad, right? Um, she's treated people with, you know, asthma, you know, high blood pressure, you know, diabetes, right? And this, hydrochlor this hydroxychloroquine, along with the zinc, you know, helps out in the, in the chest and the lungs, which prevent people you know, from getting to the point where they're going to be put on respirators and, and die. Many of Americans, especially the young people who should be going to school, um, you know, get over this. You know, they're asymptomatic, right? So if they had, if they were taking hydroxychloroquine, okay, with zinc, chances are they'll probably not be passing it on to other people. Um, they might not be asymptomatic because, you know, that stuff will help prevent that from being that way. Etc. But here is, if you want to listen to um, Dr. Stella Emanuel, here is some stuff that she said, which really impressed me. So here, let's listen to this. Cue it up. I treated over 350 patients with COVID. Patients that have diabetes, patients that have high blood pressure, patients that have um, asthma. Old people, I think my oldest patient is 92, 87 year olds. And the result has been the same. I put them on hydroxychloroquine, I put them on zinc, I put them on Zitromax, and they are all well. For the past few months, I've taken care of over 350 patients. We've not lost one. Not a diabetic, not a somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person. We've not lost one patient. And on top of that, I've put myself, my staff, and many doctors that I know on hydroxychloroquine for prevention because by the very mechanism of action, it works early and as a prophylaxis. We see patients, 10 to 15 COVID patients every day. We give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. So right now, I, I came here to Washington DC to say, America, nobody needs to die. The, 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 the study that made me start using hydroxychloroquine was a study that they did in under the NIH in 2005 that say it works 
Recently, I was doing some research about a patient that had hiccups, and I found out that they even did a recent study in the NIH, which is our national institute, um, that is the, the national NIH, National Institute of, of Health. They actually had a study, I'm going to look it up, type hiccups and COVID, you will see it. They treated a patient that had hiccups with hydroxychloroquine, and it proved that COVID is a symptom of, hydro of, of uh, hiccups, it's a symptom of, of COVID. So if the NIH knows that treating the patient with hydroxychloroquine proves that hiccup is a symptom of COVID, then they definitely know that hydroxychloroquine works. I'm upset. Why I'm upset is that I see people that cannot breathe. I see patients walk in. I see diabetics sit in my office knowing that this is a death sentence and they can't breathe. And I hug them and I tell them, it's going to be okay, you're going to leave. And we treat them and they leave. None has died. So if some fake science, some person sponsored by all these fake pharma companies comes out and say, oh, we've done studies and they found out that it doesn't work, I can tell you categorically it's fake science. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it. Because there is no way I can treat 350 patients and counting and nobody is dead and they all did better. And then you're going to tell me that you treated 20 people, 40 people and, and it didn't work. I'm a true testimony. So I came here to Washington, D.C., to tell America, nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know if you want to talk about mask, hello, you don't need mask. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need to be people to be locked down. There is prevention and there is a cure. And let me tell you something. All you fake doctors out there that tell me, oh yeah, I want a double-blinded study. I just tell you, speak sounding like a computer, double-blinded, double-blinded. I don't know whether your chips are malfunctioning, but I'm a real doctor. I have radiologists, we have plastic surgeons, we have neurosurgeons like Sanjay Gupta saying, oh yeah, it doesn't work and it causes heart disease. Let me ask you, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, hear me. Have you ever seen a COVID patient? Have you ever treated anybody with hydroxychloroquine and they died from heart disease? When you do, come and talk to me. Because I sit down in my clinic every day and I see these patients walking every day, scared to, scared to death. I see people driving two, three hours to my clinic because some ER doctor is scared of the Texas board or they are scared of something and they will not prescribe medication to these people. I tell all of you doctors that are sitting down and watching Americans die. You're like the good Nazi, the good what? The good Germans that watch Jews get killed and you do not speak up. If they come after me, they threaten me. They've threatened to, I mean, I've gotten all kinds of threats. Oh, they're going to report me to the bots. They're going to, I say, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to let Americans die. And if this is the mountain, if this is the hill where I get nailed on, I will get nailed on it. I don't care. You can report me to the bots. You can kill me. You can do whatever. But I'm not going to let Americans die. And today I'm here to say it, that America, there is a cure for COVID. All this foolishness is not, does not need to happen. There is a cure for COVID. There is a cure for COVID. It's called hydroxychloroquine. It's called zinc. It's called Zitromax. All right. So let's think this over here. Now, what really bothers me is that nobody on the left wants to even talk about it. They don't even want to have discussions about maybe hydroxychloroquine can work. Maybe it could be used as a prophylactic for people in schools, right? They don't come together. It seems to be that Right away, Trump likes it. He supports it, so it's bad. And everybody jumps on the bandwagon and attacks him. The media does as well. It just shows you the, the ignorance and the, the hate 
people don't have to die. If this works, why not use it? Hey, if it's better than something, it's better than being locked down. It's it's better than not being able to go to school, go to work, have your kids go outside and play, to be able to see your grandma, your grandpa. Okay, this is ridiculous, right? Also, from this interview, I found out that pharmacists are able to override doctors' prescriptions by not letting you have the medication. When in the history of this country has a pharmacist been able to jump in the way of a doctor's prescription? Now, sometimes they can go, yeah, hey, you're taking this medicine with that, but to not let you have it? It's ridiculous. And then governors that aren't letting it go out? This drug has been around for over 40 years, right? In Iran, it's sold over the counter. Really, Iran. Hmm. Aren't we supposed to be the freer nation? Yeah, I just don't understand that. Other countries around the world, they sell it over the counter. Hmm. Isn't the United States supposed to be the freest nation? But we can't even get hydroxychloroquine, right? People are preventing it. Is it because of the hatred of Trump? Is it because they want to keep the country locked down? They want to hurt the economy? Are they trying to push for, you know, the, the progressives to take over in this next election? I really hate to think that. I hope it's not that, okay? But everything seems to add up. I just don't know. I don't understand. Um, I'll let you ponder that, and um, we'll be back. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, how, you know, education needs to get back to work and some of the colleges. So bear with me, and uh, you'll have a word from the sponsor here. Hello, Duke 42 coming back at you. Uh, thanks for that break. I just have a big question about uh, education right now with this uh, hydro hydroxychloroquine. Um, even like Dr. James Todor and uh, Dr. Simone Gold and Dr. Daniel Erickson today were talking about how, you know, this hydroxychloroquine can uh, help educators if they're on this uh, prophylactic. Uh, prophylaxis that they'll be able to go to school and it really is going to negate, you know, the, the chances of, of coming down with COVID and why can't we try that? You know, it, it's better than nothing, right? Because if you think about it, all these heroes, right? The, the, the doctors, the medical people that were going out and make sure they're taking care of people, the firemen, the police officers have to go out and do their job. The truckers who had to go out and haul things across country. They they had to take, they were risking, you know, their lives of, of getting COVID, right? Well, what about the teachers, right? It shows right now that young people, okay, aren't in high numbers, um, you know, dying from this, uh, this, this COVID-19. Now, there are some kids with, uh, you know, illnesses or, or, other health problems that if they get this, it, it could cause death. I think there was what, maybe 39. I think that that number's lower than what younger people are dying from the flu. So the risk for the young people is, it seems to be, uh, you know, a better number than what, you know, most people think is acceptable for, you know, the people dying of the flu. And going to school, is is an important thing um, being able to to be out and be social um to be able to, to be out and be with your friends um you know to have that con just 
just to have some normalcy. Um, there's a, there's some mental problems that some of our kids are going to have. They're living in fear, and I think that's wrong that that to have this fear, you know, or to keep these kids locked down, especially the young kids. Um, so we they could go to school, have the teachers take this medicine, right? And and the teachers, I mean, that's part of our job. We go and educate people. Just because we're in a they're in a union doesn't mean that you know they they're prevented from you know, being at risk. I mean, the rest of society, the other the other people in society that go to work every day and, and that provide a service, I mean, they're at risk. So why can't the educators? And my guess is, is because the education unions are making it political, right? They're saying that they're, they don't want to go back to, in some of, the, some of the cities, they're not going to go back to work until the police is defunded or until everybody has, you know, a, a Healthcare, you know, uh, you know the one, one healthcare system. Okay, what does this have to do with COVID nineteen? Nothing, right? It, it's just another excuse. It's just another reason. Okay, it, it it's all political, and it and it's astounding. Me. Colleges right now are shutting down their sports programs. High schools are going to have shortened sports seasons. But some of the colleges are getting rid of their their pros their football season. I'm sorry. So there's no, I mean, there's 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 no kind of you know that nothing stable. I mean, there's no nothing that's you know how I want to say symmetrical or you know nothing's you know no one's talking about this stuff. Everybody seems to be going their own way, you know, or making rash decisions. You know, colleges aren't letting kids go back to school. Well. I'm sorry, I don't think you get as good of an education in some majors doing it online. And if you're going into pre-med and you're doing all these labs, it's hard to do labs online. You need to be in school. You need to have that interaction. You need to be doing those labs in person, okay? Not every kid learns online. Not every kid learns in person. But we have to have the ability, that blended learning, right? And I think if you go to a school that's supposed to have a, high you know quality education i don't think they're getting it from online um i watched a few of the uh colleges you know teachers and some of them have no experience teaching online but yet they're teaching a six to a four to six hour class online and they're not very good at it but yet these kids are paying like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this class right and it might be a prerequisite for another class Okay, you know, how is it going to hurt them? You know, there's there's going to be unintended consequences. Uh, there's unintended consequences of having our kids locked down. There's unintended consequences of not going back to school. I can see it right now. The next big bailout is going to be the universities. Mark my word. Because a lot of these colleges, some kids are going to stop going because they're not going to want to go to school online. So they're going to take the time off, right? And they're going to work. Because right now, some people are working, right? There's jobs out there, okay? And they're going to work. And then when the schools open up, they're going to go back. But you know what's going to happen. They're going to be like, oh, my God, we lost so much money because we were shut down and yada, yada, yada. Who are they going to go to, okay? They're going to look to the federal government who is telling them to open, who is encouraging them to open, to do the right thing, okay? 
to, to do it safely, to come up with a plan. It could be using hydroxychloroquine. It could be using, um, you know, some masks, maybe smaller classes. So maybe the college professors are going to have to teach more. Um, maybe classes are going to go more than, you know, every other day, right? Maybe they'll have to go, you know, a few hours each day, okay? There's ways they can do that. You know, maybe some online, maybe some over telenet, you know, maybe some in person. But that's what they have to figure out, right? But I got a feeling they're going to go right for a bailout, okay? They're going to want money. And they're going to they're gonna want to have all this funding. Because if they don't have the college football season, a lot of universities are going to lose money. If they don't have the basketball season, they're going to lose so much money. And what are they going to do? They're going to look to the federal government for a handout, okay? I can see it right now. It's going to be the next big bailout, right? And then they're going to jack up our kids' tuitions, right? And it's not even going to be worth going. So you should ponder that. We should all think about that. Okay, it's scary because who knows? Um, and from there, I will uh, see you again um, probably next week. Um, thanks uh, for everyone uh, for uh, joining in uh, New 42. Um, a, a beginner at this, trying to get better. You know, sh shoot me a message, give me a comment, uh, try to help me get better at this. But um, Take care and, and God bless.